0: Hello and thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Schurz, pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to give me a call at 888-226-7614. You can also find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Kingdom Plan Advisory. I encourage you to like and follow us on Facebook. Uh, we've got several thousand people that are, are tuning in. And paying attention to what we've got to say about uh, obedient financial stewardship. So, <clears throat> I want to talk to you today about living here in the United States. Uh, and one of the greatest opportunities that we have living here. You know, one of the things that I just love about the United States is, is you have opportunity here. Okay? You have an opportunity to do a lot of things that people around the world cannot Cannot do based on just the the underlying platforms that are available or not available, uh, government structure, that type of thing. But here in the United States, you're you're only limited by your imagination. Now, ever since I was young, uh, I've always worked hard. Uh, that was instilled in me from from my family. Um, you know, at the age of, of 10, 9 and 10, I believe I was in third or fourth grade, I ran a trap line. Now, for those of you that, that don't understand what a trap line is, I, I was catching muskrats and mink and fox and, and that type of thing. Well, back in the 70s, the fur trade was really just booming. Uh, fur was worth a lot of money. And I, I obviously was young. 10 years old, uh, couldn't drive, <laughs> so I was walking. Now, we lived out in the country, and and every day uh, before school, I would run my trap line with, with a flashlight because you, you don't let animals um, stay in a trap all day. And and uh, I remember, um, you know, I, I, I wasn't making thousands of dollars, but I remember... My uncle um, taking me to sell my first um, load or or, or, uh, furs. Now, I did everything myself. My dad had taught me to to skin and stretch fur. Um, You know, I I was carrying a gun, you know, at at the age of eight and nine. So I was carrying a gun on the trap line and and that type of thing. Um, But this was all me. I didn't have much help other than my uncle driving me to the fur buyer, and I remember I was I was elated because my first check was about four hundred dollars. Now I was ten, okay, and I had done all this on my own. Uh, and I remember at the age of ten, and it was right at Christmas time. I remember buying gifts uh, for for my mom and my dad, and my brother and sister uh, with that. Now. for a 10-year-old kid in 1977 uh, was a lot of money. And I did that for several years. I got a little older, and uh, I started bussing tables at a local uh, German restaurant. And it was called the Windmill Hoke. I wore a little blue vest. I looked like a little German boy. Uh, Bussing tables, making I think $1.70 an hour, plus uh, we shared tips with the waitresses. I was bringing home probably $15 a week. Give or take. Uh, you know, I'd work the weekends when they had like Friday nights, they had the uh, catfish fiddlers on the buffet and it was packed. And I loved that job. Got a little older where I got a little muscle on my bones and I wanted to work. Well, the local farmers, they needed young boys, um, and, and women. I worked with girls at that age. Uh, girls were, were baling, uh, hay and straw. And, um, you know, I, I remember wanting to work for the farmer that was paying upwards of four fifty an hour. Uh, other ones were paying three fifty to $4 an hour, uh, made a fair amount of money. Now I was a sports guy and, and I played football and, but during, during, uh, times where I wasn't playing football, um, at the age of 16, when I started to drive, I, st- I started sweeping sawdust at the local wood factory, uh, after school, uh, making four something an hour, uh, but I was making gas money, I was making date money to take my dates out and get us you know ice cream or whatever. But I've always worked. and I've always had that mentality of if you want it, you can get it. right? If you want it, you can get it. What I mean is financially, you have that opportunity here in the United States to do that. Um, you know it, even in the military, you know I, I I couldn't work a part-time job when I was stationed in in, in uh, overseas but the first time I was back in the United States uh, I was stationed in, in Atlanta and every day that I wasn't working I was working security for the Atlanta Braves um, it was you know and 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 I was getting time and a half um, sometimes upward thirteen14 dollars an hour and I remember my buddies in the military talking about getting their tax returns and you know the, you know they made twenty some odd thousand dollars in the military and they're like well what was yours jay and i'm like yeah i made like 35 or 40 thousand dollars last year And they're like how did you do that i said i worked working part-time jobs um you know i had a a family of five uh and and they had to eat and they had to have diapers and they had to have formula and they had to we had to have a vehicle i worked you know and and once i got out of the military i served 12 years in the military um I went to work and, once again, worked all overtime I could. And and then once I, I, I you know, at the age of 28, I switched careers. Um, and and I was still in the National Guard. That was part of my 12 years. I did five years of active duty and, and seven years in the National Guard. But I changed careers uh, in 1996 and became a financial planner. And even as a financial planner, I started another business. I started a, a fishing lure company, which is still running today. Um, you know, I, people the opportunity exists here but there is a biblical reference to what i'm describing here i'm not here to pat myself on the back what i'm what i'm saying is if you want it you can get it and unfortunately i don't really see that instilled among the younger population now, I'm, everyone wants to pick on millennials and, and i'm not picking on millennials I'm just saying they are used to having things given to them. They just got another fourteen hundred dollars stimulus check, whether they were working or not. That's they they expect it. They expect all their grandparents and aunt, aunts and uncles to show up at a birthday party and, and and lavish them with gifts. That's that's the mentality of of 2021. And when you say you know when, when a kid says you know I'd love to have a new uh, PS uh, or PlayStation Five. How many parents are actually saying, well, go out and earn the money and buy it yourself"? How many are saying that? Now they're like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into credit card debt and I'm gonna, you know, spend a, a fifteen hundred bucks on on eBay because they're not available in the stores, just so my kid could have it because that's what they want and and they gotta get it. people. I I'm telling you that 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 really just crosses me the wrong way. You, we're not teaching them the right ways. But from a biblical perspective, uh, and and I I think this is is very important, you know, Scripture talks about those who work and those who don't work, right? If we look at Proverbs 13.4, it says, The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Let me read that again. Proverbs 13.4. The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Proverbs 16, 27 through 29. Idle hands are the devil's workshop. Idle lips are his mouthpiece. An evil man's soul strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Wickedness loves company and leads others into sin. Now, I see a lot of people complaining about... Money. Many times they, they, they have cannibalized themselves and they've gotten themselves into credit card debt. Uh, and then as a financial planner, I, I can't tell you the number of times that I've had widows in their seventies and eighties call and say, Jay, I need, you know, twenty, thirty, forty thousand 30, $40,000 on my account. Well, I'm very protective of my clients. And I say, why, why, you know, because I've seen people being taken adv- uh, advantage of elder abuse. And they're like, well, little Johnny got himself a credit card debt and I'm going to help him out. I'm like, don't you dare. Don't you do it. Let me talk to little Johnny. Little Johnny's probably 40, 50 years of age right now. Johnny ain't little anymore. Johnny is a knucklehead, <laughs> right? Now, there's a difference between getting yourself a credit card debt and having you know, a disability or you lost work due to an illness. There's a difference. But the person who just spends and spends and spends and spends and spends, and spends isn't it? Isn't it miraculous the people that are asking for help from their, their retired parents never miss a spring break, never miss a vacation, 75-inch flat-screen uh, flat TV in their home, two uh, vehicles that are probably two years old or less sitting in their driveway. They're not hurting. If they're living in a box under a bridge, different story. But I don't know anybody that's living in a box under a bridge. That that you know is going to mom and dad for credit card help. First of all, those people don't have credit cards, right? You know, people that are living in their car aren't going out and racking up credit card debt. The person that's showing up to their seventy-five year old whittled mother and saying, "I need help. I'm in you know, financially. The credit card companies are calling me all day, and I've got to change my phone number." Get over it. Get over it. You know, I the number of stores that I drive by. That have help wanted signs is miraculous. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity right now. People, they're too good to work for a minimum wage job. Too good to work. Too good to work at Walmart. Too good to work at a, a, a restaurant. Too good. Too good. Too proud. Uh, too prideful to do that. They It's much easier to show up with some tears on your cheek. To your fixed income grandma or mother or parents and say I need help people that is ridiculous it is lazy it is pathetic and it needs to stop the number of I'm telling you the number of times I've seen that would astonish you and I've seen it at, at, this week I've seen it well I don't have any money well, why don't you have any money Well, they found out they didn't show up for their job that they they were hired for. just didn't show up. And then ask mama for money. People, scripture is clear. Scripture is clear. If you're diligent, things will pay off. Sluggard ain't going to work out for you. I'm going to say it again. The, The United States is a land of opportunity. You are only limited by your imagination. Now, sometimes jobs are hard to find in your special or specialization or your discipline. Maybe because of the pandemic, you took a, took a pay cut. Doesn't mean that you can't go out and work a second job. Doesn't mean that you can't start your own side business, little mowing yards. Doesn't mean you can't start your own side business, cleaning a few houses a week until you get out of financial difficulty. The problem is people aren't humble enough to do it. People I'm telling you, I'd, once again, it sounds like I'm patting myself on the back, but I'm not. I remember walking the highways, picking up bottles, Pepsi bottles, RC Cola bottles for 10 cents a piece and going and turning them in at the local grocery uh, store that was a couple miles away from my house to get a couple bucks in my pocket when I was a kid. I remember taking a garbage bag and picking up aluminum cans. I remember when, when we were in uh, doing some military training in Michigan, which still pays for plastic bottles, going around and collecting everyone's plastic bottles that they're throwing in the trash. I'm like, you're throwing away money. They're like, Jay, it's 15 cents. I'm like, I got a bag of 15 cent bottles in there that's going to pay me about 30 bucks when I go turn it in. People are like, sure, you're crazy. I'm like, no, no, no I, I, I I value money. I don't worship money, I value it. One of the worst times I've my dad ever got on me, well and I I was probably seven or eight years old. I had a penny in my pocket. And I was out in the driveway flipping it up in the air and I couldn't find it. And he I mean he he ripped me. You don't throw money away, Jay. You don't do that. And I'm like, it's just a penny. It's just a penny. And he instructed me on one penny plus two pennies plus three pennies. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to close it with this. How many times have you walked through the Walmart parking lot or Target or Best Buy or shopping center and seen change laying in the parking lot? Now my kids make fun of me. But if I see change in the parking lot, you better get out of my way because I'll break your ankles to get it. I will pick up change in the parking lot. And people are like, my kids are like, dad, you make more money than most doctors that in, in, in our community. I'm like, I, it's not the point. The point is, people are, rather than carry change in their pocket, which they don't like the feeling in their pocket, they're throwing it, they're throwing it away. I'm not kidding you. It's not an accident. You, people think, "Oh, someone dropped uh, some change." No, they're not dropping change. I know for a fact because I asked them because I've seen them just emptied their pocket. You know, there may be twenty six cents laying on the ground. I'm like, "Excuse me, you dropped your money." I don't want that. I don't want that jingle around in my pocket. People, I still have a, a change jar on my on my dresser. I, I'm I'm just telling you. We as a society. Of obedient stewards. Must be better stewards. Okay. If you're struggling right now. Get a side job. Get a side job. It's okay. And it will pay off. But when you're struggling with money. I'm telling you the best advice I could give you. The best advice I could give you. Is to tithe and give your offerings first. Before anything else. God. Loves and blesses the obedient steward. If you're sitting home and you got a Monday through Friday job, nine to five job, and you're complaining that you don't have money and you're sitting on your rear end Saturday, you don't have any room to complain. You can go work Saturday. You can go work. Now I don't want you to miss church. Okay? I don't want you to miss church. But if you're struggling and there is a there is a a, a an issue of if I if I don't get any money uh, we're going to lose a car. We're going to lose our house. We're, you know, I'm not going to be able to feed feed the babies this week. God understands if you got to work. I'm telling you. I, I you know, I don't want to sound uh, um, blasphemous, but First Timothy five eight says we take care of our family, especially those of our immediate household. God, God through Paul said that, and it's one. It's if you look through my my social media, I. I I live and, 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 and just uh, um, adhere to First Timothy five eight. Provide for those of your family, especially those of your immediate household. Failure to do so. you're worse than an infidel, an unbeliever. People, you better understand that. Don't sit around and go ask your retired mama for money. And you're sitting on your ear end watching NFL or NBA or NCAA Final Four on a Saturday. You get me? Understand? It's It's, It's out there. Go get it. Now, if we were in El Salvador or Honduras or China, different conversation. We're in the United States. Greatest country since the world was created. Greatest country. I believe that 100%. You have no reason, no reason not to be able to get yourself out of trouble financially. And you may, listen, working for yourself, I love it. God gave you a talent. Some people have a hard time understanding what their talent is. God gave you a talent or plural talents. Use them. Use them. I'm going to stop right there. If you, listen, if you just need to talk and you need help saying, Jay, I, I, what do I do? I don't understand what my talents are. I don't understand what financially, you know, what can what can I do? What What's a good idea? How do I start my own business? How do, how do I start my own side gig? Give me a call. I'll give you the, all the advice in the world, right? 888-226-7614, 888-776. I'm sorry, 888-226-7614. Shoot me a message through Kingdom Plan Advisory on Facebook if you wish, or you can sign up for a consultation on kingdomplanadvisory.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit kingdomplanadvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226- seven six one four securities offered through vanderbilt securities llc member finra sipc and registered with msrb advisory services offered through vanderbilt advisory services god bless